from the creators of Relevant Magazine, this is The Relevant Podcast. It's Friday, May 24th, 2019, and it's The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strangin, here with me in our Orlando studios on the ones and twos. Our illustrious engineer, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello. Seven minutes of intro for him. <laughs> On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. Uh, all the way from Nashville, Tennessee, our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, everybody. And joining us all the way from Orange County, California, author, speaker, and pastor, Bianca Oltoff. Good morning. Buenos dias. Hello, hello. <laughs> it's Bianca, great to have you. by popular demand. For the real. People, the people have been demanding this. <laughs> I don't know if they can handle what I bring, though, because here's the thing. I was on my Best Behavior episode one as co-host. Today Good. might be my last. So I'm going to go out with a bang, bring, bring the heat. Go down in a blaze of glory. Also, also, <laughs> we did record the last one. It was like 7 a.m. West Coast time. She was sitting on her bedroom floor. It was just very odd surroundings. Now she is dressed. She is in her kitchen. It is the middle of the afternoon. She is fired up. It's, That's right. It's oh, we're be ready to go, and we have the green juice. Oh, so yeah, juice. Of course. Yeah. Wow. Hey, uh, before we get going, I want to tell you that today's show is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Creating a site with Squarespace is a simple, intuitive process. You can add and arrange your content and features with a click of a mouse. You can even design a best-in-class online store with Squarespace's award-winning templates, customizable settings, and more, all without a single plugin. I hate those plugins. Uh, <laughs> including all the tools you need to track inventory, process orders, and send custom emails in one intuitive interface, Squarespace Commerce allows you to understand every aspect of your business. And right now, Squarespace is offering relevant podcast listeners a special deal. Go to squarespace.com relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code RELEVANT to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. I've built countless websites with Squarespace, and I think you should too. All right. We have a great show in store for you today. Coming up later, we talk to uh, Urban McManus. He's the author of the new book, The Way of the Warrior, and he'll discuss the importance of self-care while also trying to make an impact. What he does not discuss is his sneakers. Uh, we didn't ask him about this. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> preacher know. sneakers. No, but know. his this friends. Was pre, this was pre-preacher sneakers. When the I will happened. say this though. I think he gets somewhere of a pass because Jerry Lorenzo is like his pastor, and or or no, he's like Jerry Lorenzo's pastor. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure he's been gifted. His, uh, you know, Nike Air Fear of Gods, his, his hard to come by Nike hey, Air Fear hey, of Gods. Don't let him off the hook. We'll get him on here. He can answer for himself. We don't need to give, we need to give him an out before he even yeah. shows up on the yeah. podcast. Okay. Also, yeah. at, the, uh, at the end of the show, you don't want to tune out. You don't mm-hmm. want to tune out and go, wow, Erwin is great. Let me just click stop now. You don't want to do that. You want to stay tuned because at the end of the show, we have a game. That's right. It's called Screen Saved. That's Jesse, right. what's it about? So, listen, it's that time of year. It's, it's blockbuster season. Everyone's heading to the movies, watching their in-games, their Professor Detective Pikachus, what have you. 
you know, for some I of our listeners. I would watch Professor Pikachu. Professor, I want to watch Professor Pikachu. <laughs> yes, get that. I want Detective Pikachu's sequel to be Pikachu's just old. He's looking for tenure. <laughs> he's trying to... He's, <laughs> he has elbow <laughs> patches now. He's got a yeah, glasses. Yeah. He's, yeah. It's basically the plot of God's Not Dead with Pikachu in place of Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> the hardened atheist Pokemon who meets uh, and, you know, who, who meets his match when he gets taken to court uh, in, a, in a battle for the religious soul okay, of America. Back to the game. <laughs> okay, going back to the game. That, it's ironically I mentioned God's Not Dead too because listen, there's a lot of entertainment options out there. But if our, our listeners want wholesome choices, they want right. stuff that uh, safe for the little ears. So what I've done is I've compiled really? the ultimate trivia game involving Christian movies and 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 TV shows. And uh-huh. listen, this game is so hard, Bianca. I want you and Tyler to be on the same team against our listener. And oh, we're pulling oh, yeah. a listener. Okay, okay. it's oh, going down. Like it. It's going down. Like it's time it. to be savage. Tyler, you're pretty good at like trivia and stuff, like trivia nights, aren't you? I got, yeah, I do. I, I I go to trivia on Tuesdays, yeah. but I'll, I'll I'll be honest. Most of the trivia nights I go to yeah. are pretty light on the Christian cinema uh, <laughs> theme, so I, I, I don't promise that I've learned a lot from it. But I've well, been covered for a long time. I was a homeschool pastor's kid, so I got you, Tyler. I got you. I, hey, two homeschool pastors. We can't lose. Kids. We yeah, can't you're both lose. homeschooled. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, invincible. We both, oh, we're going to slay. We are going to win this. Can, Bianca, catch us up. What's been going on in your world since, you, since we last talked to you? Well, since we last spoke, I actually um, went in and had... Three conferences in uh, Lubbock County uh, Jail, and um, this is the fun part. You know, you never hear the stories of transformation because you go in and you're just not too sure what's going to happen to a lot of these inmates. Well, I got a chance to go back, and this time we went to a halfway house that was sponsored by a local church there in Lubbock, Texas, and I got to connect with an amazing woman by the name of Bridget, who, um, when I first met her two years ago, that was the first time I was there. We prayed because she was like, I'm getting transferred to um, federal prison and I don't want to go there. You know, I want to reunite with my daughter. I want to get right. Da, 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 da. And she was having a lot of issues with the local guard there. Long story short, we prayed. And I firmly felt, I, I, rarely, I rarely say this, but I firmly felt like she had a God encounter. Well, she was transferred to a local prison. She was there for less than 72 hours, transferred back, was released uh, probably eight months later on good behavior. The first she got out on a Thursday, on Sunday morning, she went to a local church. Lo and behold, who did she sit next to in church? The prison guard that she had an issue with. They wept. They embraced. She got baptized. She's reunited with her daughter and she got to meet her granddaughter for the very first time. Like those are the stories you don't get to hear. You know, that story's Um, awesome. that yeah, should be a, that so should be great. a Christian movie. That is incredible. Yeah. That is an oh, that's, awesome that's story. Amazing. That's that's a, I would totally want that is awesome. Oh, it's so heartwarming. That, what a sweet yeah. story. Oh, I had no idea oh, where that was going. <laughs> I kept no. thinking that we'd reached the happiest part of the story, and it then it went to another better. level. It went to another. It, oh, like a Russian and doll. And she rode away on a unicorn moments. with a leprechaun on her shoulder. <laughs> Pure flicks. Listen up, y'all. Get, get that. Get the right to that we're story. Dropping. It literally did just get better and better as the story unfolded. I'm like, oh, this is great. This is great. Oh, she, oh my gosh, you know that is that is incredible. It's like one of those Twitter thread stories where somebody just you know writes one of those super long. Every, every single one, your eyes get wider and whoa, wider, but. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also noticed, because uh, I follow you on Instagram, that you're doing a, a singles night at your church this weekend, huh? 
Yo. Okay. So listen, it's at my daddy's church and it's in LA. And he asked me, he said, Hey, I'm just seeing so many people, so many single people come to church. Whoop de whoop. I think we should have something. And I, that's my jam. I love it. So I said, sure, dad. I called a couple friends. Hey, will you do this with me? But this is what I'm saying. And I can't communicate this to any sane, amazing single man. If you come to my events, you are bound to hook up with a date. Cause literally, uh, I think, we're, I, I don't know how many people are going to be there, but as of right now, registration is 70% female. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's wow. what I figured. 70% oh, wow. female. Oh, I'm just like, y'all, like any great single guy needs to come to my church, needs to go to my daddy's church, any event that I hold. I did like a whole dating premiere. Um, we, we screened a movie and I had the director fly out for it. Like it was so great. Wow. You want to know how many men showed up? Yeah. We packed out the theater here in Orange County, Irvine Spectrum. There was 450 seats in this theater. We had one guy no. show up. Oh my one gosh. Guy. Oh, no. And you know what? And I, I thought in my head, I'm going to do a hookup here. Because my husband and That's I, we weird. had a very first date at the Starbucks there at Irvine Spectrum, right across the movie theater. So I bought a $100 gift card and a $20 gift, Starbucks gift card um, and gave it to him. And I said, hey, if any smart woman in here, uh, uh, or I, I told him, I said, look at all these amazing women in here. I'm giving you a date, a hundred dollar gift card here to Yard House, oh twenty dollar Starbucks gift card. Wow. Go ask somebody out. Do you know he didn't ask a room of four hundred and forty nine females? Useless. Out. Useless. Got one person. Useless. Get kick that guy out of the church. Excommunicate <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, Get him out. That's not right. He doesn't. Yeah, the Lord hasn't done a good work in I his life. I'm like, you guys, where where are all the cowboys gone? That's Come I mean on. that's the question. We're gonna hear that. Yep. We're gonna we're gonna look at the demographic we're gonna look at the breakdown of this episode and people are gonna stop listening because they're gonna <laughs> be trying to find that Bianca. They're like, what's what's her name now? Bianca Ulta? I, got, okay. I can go to an event. I feel like there are listeners right now who are like, I gotta get to this event. These events are incredible. Where where can they go to learn about it? It's these? in Los Angeles, the twenty fifth. It's uh by the time this airs, I don't know if people will hear it, but We'll give you, I'll give you a follow-up camera and I'll, I'll text you and let you know the demographic after the conference. Okay. But yeah, this will be out on the 24th. So if you're in Southern California, you can, you can make hey. it. Go, go find Bianca on Instagram or, and there's a link to I register. I take it to LA right now. Get it. You'll be out there, you know, but it's, 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 it's overnight red eye flight. Red eye, get it. you can get there. I, I was just curious. I was just curious because like my church is is young and stuff, but they don't have like singles nights or anything like that. And I was like, I would never, I would never go to something like that. Like I can't. So I was just curious. To like, oh my who God, shows Cameron, up. you're acting like it's a mixer. It's a gathering for singles and it's from nine to 12 in the morning. It's not like people be like, oh. hey, yo, baby, let's hook it up. <laughs> yeah. I do not want to do a singles mixer because that's creepy. I would yeah. never go to that. Yeah. But it's, it's a conversation. Like, honestly, I want to give people practical handles on like the 10 dating commandments, how to not be an idiot. And I'm doing like a 10 minute Ted talk on sex. Ooh. Okay. Oh, give it, yeah. Can you give us a preview of the 10 dating commandments? Oh, oh gosh. Um, yeah. Okay. So one of them is have your friends do like a VDS. I call it a viable dating score. Um, and there's only three questions for that viable dating score. Okay. Um, do, does the person you're interested in love Jesus? Right. Uh, are they responsible in all areas of their life? And that could be like physical, financial, emotional, spiritual, whatever. And then um, your friends 
give you an honest assessment on a scale of one to 10 of where they think that you're at from like the totality, your health, your physical, your emotional. Yeah, I, I'm glad, I'm glad that, that those questions weren't around when I was on the dating scene because yeah. I, barely got, I barely got one of the three. We're pretty sure you love Jesus, but I got to be honest, your responsibility and you, you definitely your mental, emotional and physical health have a lot lacking right now. So I barely <laughs> got one of thing, your three. Jess, if you, if we were friends and a friend said, hey, I think it would be great for you to meet with a counselor because I don't know how yeah. emotionally stable you are. Like, that's real talk and that's love. When I asked my friend, now, thankfully, I was already married when I asked them this yeah. question. But they gave me, on emotional stability, they gave me a three. Ooh. And these are my best friends Ooh. that I've known for with 10 the, years. 10 and I want, I want to be upset. But then, like, long story short, I went to on-site because I was in a tough season. Yeah. And um, I'm, I'm not a 10. I'm not fully balanced. But I'm praising Jesus. I am a three. That's for sure. But uh-huh. what happens is we take like highly emotional people, highly damaged people, fr- fractured people, heartbroken people, and we put them together and we wonder why these relationships don't work. Yeah. I'm sold. I'm telling all my single friends they need to get out to this thing. Because, <laughs> and I need them to go and tell me all this good information because I feel like this is probably good no matter where you are in life. But, uh, you know, obviously true, I can't go to single friends, but mm-hmm. I will send I will send someone I'll send like a designated single note taker and I will make sure that they <laughs> they will at the very minimum love Jesus, though. Most of my friends don't meet those other two qualifications. So no. I so, will send them. though. So the, the fact that this is at 9 a.m am tomorrow morning on saturday uh it's going to be difficult for people even if they download this right when you post this on friday afternoon it's going to be difficult to get there but i if you go if you're listening and you end up going let us know i want to know yes. how it is i do i do too yeah i do too i'm excited to hear back from somebody somebody will talk to us about oh, what somebody's happens. going somebody's i want to know going. the inside i want to know the scoop i want because i've got a Y'all, picture in my I'm head i'm so scared now i'm so I want to know now. if there's 449 women and one dude again. That's crazy. That's <laughs> and crazy. I do want a little, I do want a, somebody else to give us a review. We don't need to get into it now, but I want someone else to give a little review, a summary of the 10 minute sex talk that you give. I want to hear an outside perspective yeah. on how that, that goes. That, that, that's the relevant podcast after dark. That after we dark. Yeah. Hey, we need that music. Remember that, that jiggle music that was about to happen. All right. Well, actually that's a perfect segue. Anyway, it's it time up. for it's the hottest, the it's oh Chandler, can you just change the vocals and give the file to Bianca so when she comes on stage it's like it's the sex talk. <laughs> ten minutes sex talk. Just ten minutes sex talk. I hate that song so much. You guys, I cringe it's when terrible. I hear it. I it, it sounds so nineteen oh. seventies inappropriate film. It's really you can you can slap my vocals in there, Chandler, doing the sex talk <laughs> lyrics. And Bianca, that's our gift to you. It's time for the hot list, our look back at what's happening this week in culture, faith and culture. Uh, at number five on the hot list, uh, Chance the Rapper is buying 10 fans groceries for a year. He recently dropped the single groceries from his upcoming album and announced that he would select 10 fan-made dance videos that use the song and give their makers free groceries for a year. The first winner is a college student named Taylor McBride who posted a video alongside her 18-month-old son. Uh, she told Inside Edition, I was just so excited. I didn't even tell anyone around me. I was with my sorority sisters. I texted my family right away. You guys, I'm about to cry. Like, this is so crazy. I was just so ecstatic and just a bunch of gratitude. I was just overwhelmed with gratitude because God is just good. Here's a clip of Chance's song, Groceries. Thank you, Lord. Remember eating dinner, kitchen drawers full of sporks. I was always 
just wanna try to go over my ants. Sugar in the refrigerator right next to the ants. All right, so now, I, if y'all want to get some free groceries, post videos on Instagram of you dancing to that song, and you got a shot. So there you yeah, go. there you go. There you go. Uh, coming in at number four this week, Rachel Held Evans's uh, book, Searching for Sunday, is back on the New York Times bestseller list following her passing away on May 4th. Uh, she's still making an impact on culture. Uh, following an outpouring of messages of remembrance on social media, many new readers are discovering the book that Rachel wrote about wrestling with and ultimately embracing the church. In the book, she writes about the importance of being a part of biblical community of believers. She said, imagine if every church became a place where everyone is safe, but no one is comfortable. Imagine if every church became a place where we told one another the truth. We might just create sanctuary. That was it. Uh, imagine if every church became a place where everyone is safe, but no one is comfortable. I think that's I think it's really cool because I feel like she was somebody who was widely discussed, but not not as many people has had read her as would talk about her. A lot of people have formed opinions on her based on on hearsay and things they read on on Twitter and other people's opinions about her. So I'm glad, especially searching for Sunday, which is I, I think the best thing she wrote. That's a really really great book. Um, if there's if you're listening to this and you haven't read Rachel, uh, that'd be the best one to go go pick up right now. It's it's an excellent book. And, and the the outpouring of support is really moving to see. I mean, even you know Hillary Clinton, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, tweeted her condolences and uh, you know mentioned how much of an impact she had made in her life. And you know, so it is it is really cool seeing that her her work continued to make an impact on on the body. of And Christ. not only that, I love that her work now is being like a bridge between. Uh, more of the progressive and more of the conservative, like this is one thing that we can all agree on, um, was her heart. And sometimes people's hearts get missed in the middle of controversy or differing opinions, mm. but we all can st stand back and say she gave her life for the furtherance of the gospel. And yeah. on that, I, I'm grateful. Absolutely. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Coming in number three this week, um, the, when I see this filmmaker's name, I always think, of Tim Gunn from Project Runway, but it is not James <laughs> Gunn. James Gunn. James Gunn. James Gunn. Uh, this week opened up about being fired and rehired by Disney and reflected on the power of words. James Gunn, not Tim, is the filmmaker behind uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise, and he was fired as the writer and director of the third installment of the series after some years-old crass Twitter jokes resurfaced that he had done. He apologized for the twisted jokes from his past, but hasn't said much about the saga since. Eventually, uh, Disney rehired James Gunn, not Tim Gunn, after an outcry by the cast, and now he's speaking about the experience. He told Deadline this week, I don't blame anyone. I feel and have felt bad for a while about some of the ways I spoke publicly, uh, some of the jokes I made, some of the targets of my humor, just the unintentional consequences of not being more compassionate in what I'm putting out there. Disney totally had the right to fire me. This wasn't a free speech issue. I said something they didn't like, and they completely had the right to fire me. There was never any argument of that. He also uh, grappled uh, with how getting the franchise taken away made him realize how much he'd been using it as a substitute for real love and connection. Don't we all use Guardians of the Galaxy as a substitute for real <laughs> love and connection? Guilty as um, guilty. He said, my, <laughs> my apparatus for being loved was my work and being famous. In order for me to have fully felt that love for the first time, the thing that needed to happen was the apparatus, apparatus by which I was feeling falsely loved had to be completely taken away. I had to make it work. 
No, he didn't say that last part. Yeah. That was Tim Gunn. Sorry. No, no that, that I, I feel like that it was really cool to see him not, you know, being a martyr for, you know, free speech or, you know, he made some really inappropriate jokes. He said some stupid stuff in his past and he owned it. And, you know, I think ultimately he's trying to personally use it for good and, and realize like, you know, sometimes until something's taken away from you, you don't really uh, fully appreciate how unhealthy your relationship gets with it. So it, it's 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 cool to see him, like I said, not really play the victim here, but saying, look, man, I made a mistake, but he's at least he gets a, a shot of redemption. Absolutely. And I think he had the he had more leeway than a lot of people do to say, like, hey, you know what? That was a long time ago. And these people bringing it up are being a little petty about what happened. I think he had the excuses that a lot of people had, but he didn't use any of those excuses. He just went right for the which it's easier to do when you're given a shot of redemption. But I think it's still very admirable that he owns up to the fact that those were those were bad things to do. That was inspiring. And hopefully more people, especially public figures like him, take a lesson there. What what do you know what year it was that the tweets were from? I mean, but like like my tweets from like 2009, like early Twitter, nobody knew what Twitter was. So I, yeah. I mean, my tweets were like going to dinner. You I know think I mean? this was like 2012, 2013. Oh, yeah. okay. And he People was trying to do he was trying to do like an Anthony Jessic type of thing. Like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that comedian, but no. like he says like basically he has like an on stage persona that's inten- that's intentionally offensive and mean spirited but it's almost like he's portraying a character like a my it's like Steve Carell's Michael Scott isn't actually like that ignorant but in his character he is and i think gun was kind of going there going for that but the th- but obviously he was incredibly misguided because that doesn't really translate on, on twitter you know yeah yeah, not good. All yeah. right, coming in at number two this week, Selena Gomez spoke out about the dangers of social media this week. Uh, the singer and actress knows a lot about the pressure of social media. She's one of Instagram's most popular users, boasting more than 150 million followers. Wow. Holy cow. Same. Same. Yeah. Extremely <laughs> same. I was going to say. Of the U.S. population. <laughs> it's, it's I, I was going to say, me me, and Selena Gomez are really power users. I mean, between the two of us, we have 150 <laughs> million followers. That's, it's cool. That's why it's cool. It's inspiring for people like us to see, you know, at that level of somebody else speaking out for people like us who, oh my gosh. you know, biting the hand that feeds. It's a risk, but, but wow. it's worth it. Well, while at the Cannes Film Festival, she told reporters about why she's become so selective in what she posts. She said, uh, for me, I like it to be, and I like to be intentional with it. It just scares me. I see these young girls at meet and greets. They're devastated dealing with bullying and not being able to have their own voice. It can be great in moments. I'd be careful and allow yourself some time limits of when you should use it. Uh, I think Aurora is going through a lot. Uh, I say for my generation specifically, social media has really been terrible. It does scare me when you see how exposed these young boys and girls are. Uh, They're not aware of the news. Uh, I think it's dangerous for sure. I don't think people are getting the right information sometimes. Um, Gomez uh, has long been vocal about her uh, perspective about social media as well as her faith. Back in 2017, she gave her testimony at the Hillsong Conference in the form of a letter that she wrote to her younger self about God's love. She said... You'll learn that your truest identity is loved and chosen as the chosen daughter of God. Selena, you are enough, not because you've tried hard, but because you've loved hard. 
or put on your best face, not because you have been given a large platform and not because others tell you you are enough. You are enough because you are a child of God who has been pursued from the very beginning. You are enough because his grace has saved you and covered you. Belina Gomez, everyone. Wow. Man. Good for her. I mean, again, someone who has an incredible perspective and, you know, in light of a like a, a platform that's massive and it's good to see her kind of using it for good. Okay. So I don't want to be the naysayer because I love Selena. I think that she's great. I think that, uh, that perspective is, you know, I have a 13 year old stepdaughter who, you know, loves following Selena as well. And, um, what does that say about me? Both her and I love Selena. Anyway, (laughs) um, I feel like coming from Selena, it's just like, she used words like devastating. She's words like dangerous. She said social media is terrible. And, I want to be careful that we don't throw the baby out the bathwater mm. for, for a couple of reasons. Number one, I don't think anyone's going to read this article or hear her say these things and all of a sudden have an awakening moment. Like, oh my gosh, I am spending eight hours on social media because at the end of the day, so many people would love to have her following. The second yeah. thing that I'm just a little leery of is I don't know. There, I love social media and I feel like I know for a fact, because I worked at A21, she used social media to generate not just information about A21 and education on human trafficking, but raised funds. So it is devastating. It is terrible. It is dangerous. But it's also freaking awesome when yeah. we can have a rapper holler at POTUS and have the president of the free world chirp back as Snoop Dogg. We have leveled the playing field of the proletariat. I mean, we literally have direct access to people that we never would have had because of social media. So it is dangerous and it's terrible and you know, whoop, whoop, whoop. But if we keep on saying that, we're gonna make it feel dirty. I feel like there's a lot of positives to it and she demonstrates the beauty of both. My my concern is I watching this, like watching documentaries recently and stuff on Netflix on the impact of Gen Z. I love that documentary. That was so good. It's just like so eye-opening about the self-esteem issues, the anxiety, the comparison trap that they grow up in because about the likes and the followers and the bullying and stuff. I think that's what she's referring to. And that is that is the dark side of social media for the younger generation. I mean, to me, it's, uh, are they mature enough to be able to handle mm, it? Yeah. And that that's the scary part is it's getting in there in the formative years and True. kind of rewiring their brain and their self-esteem, you know? It, uh, yeah. And, and, and I mean, it's just like anything, like understanding boundaries and moderation. You know, because it's it's any any like good thing or sort of like, you know, neutral thing can become a very, very bad thing if if it takes like a uh, unhealthy role in your life. So, yeah, I I think I mean, listen, I, I use social media every single not a day goes by that I don't use it and I don't feel like I have an unhealthy relationship with it. So, yeah, I think you're you're right, Bianca. There is like a definitely a case to be made that look there's it's capable of a lot of good but understanding that moderation you know is, is important especially for people who Jesse, are younger uh poet laureates uh nice and smooth in their early 90s rap sometimes <laughs> i rhyme slow did say too much of anything makes you an addict mm. that line has stuck with me through my entire life too much of anything makes you an addict and i'm like well too much water would just kill you but you know like <laughs> Uh, but I get the point. I get the point. Too much spirit. Point. The spirit of it. I get the spirit of it. Nice and smooth. Yeah. All right. Coming in. Number one. Number one this week on the hot list. Sia 
my goodness, led worship at Kanye's latest Sunday service. In a series of clips shared by Kim Kardashian West uh, this weekend, the pop superstar sang, uh, sang worship lyrics. I mean, she said, lift up your voices now, sing praises to our God for all the things he has done from the Psalms. Uh, to the music of her song, Elastic Heart, along with the gospel choir. On Twitter, Kim explained, uh, she said, uh, there wasn't a dry eye in this room today. Here's a clip. It, it definitely like made me want to go to the Sunday service even more. They, this one was like inside <laughs> the house. Me too. The, 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 they said it like go. rained, and so they like pushed everyone inside. And it reminded me, like when when I used to go to youth group, we used to meet in like the gymnatorium of like an elementary school across the street, and that's what the vibe of this was. It looks like they're just in like Kim and Kanye's massive like twenty five car garage, just jammed in there with Sia randomly like standing on a chair singing. I, I'm here for it. I think it's I think it's awesome. I'm ready for these to get even weirder. You know? uh, that's again how you boost your uh, attendance at the singles mixers. Get Sia to lead worship. I, listen, I'm it's about it. I'm like, hey, come over and do Sunday worship at our church, okay? Because <laughs> the last time I was on the show, DMX opened and Sia just blew him out the water. Oh, yeah. Okay, true. bye. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> DMX was actually terrifying. Let's be honest. <laughs> he was shouting a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> and he was doing it DMX style, which is God, I believe for your blessing. Yeah, I mean, it was terrifying. It was <laughs> where my dogs at. It, I, I, I don't need to be frightened. I don't need to see it was much more welcoming. I appreciated that. I'm hoping that it keeps getting more and more eclectic. Like every time we revisit what's happening with the Sunday service, it's somebody new and it's like, oh, I didn't know Kanye even knew that person, let alone that they'd be interested. In, like, like next time, Guy Fieri's just up there singing a song, <laughs> throwing out cheeseburgers to the crowd, whatever he is, Guy Fieri. Yeah, just, 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 just like the just, loaves just, and fishes. Yeah. Just vats of, yeah. vats of well, donkey sauce. Somehow yeah, he multiplied the donkey, and donkey sauce. sauce. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I have a question about this. Have you guys seen or read any negative pushback? from like air quotes, like non-Christians leading worship and like feedback and thoughts on it. Our, on our, on our comment section. Our comment section. sections. Never, are, never read relevance comments on Facebook. Just, just we posted the thing and then the venom comes out. It's yeah. horrible. Yeah. I got to check in because I feel like it's kind of a responsibility, you know, it, yeah, it's a responsibility. What are the know. crazy, yeah. what are the crazy people saying today? That's kind of, yeah. I ha- it's yeah. my job. If I didn't have to do it, then I obviously would not do it. And yeah. and my therapist is aware of this. When we sit down and talk about this, because I, I look for people saying kind things about me. Otherwise, how do I feel validated? Like I have self-worth. I'm reading these comments like from people online discussing <laughs> Discussing the, the the concert and you know we shouldn't have non Christians leading people and what are they saying all this other stuff and like I can say this I always thought maybe I was just like way too liberal but now as a a, a pastor my husband and I are leading this church I am so blessed that the worship of God is coming out of the mouth of air quotes pagans because God can use anyone and anything to bring uh, light and shed light revelation, dare I say, to anyone who's listening. And so what Kanye is doing, maybe in the most untraditional, weird, maybe even out of some 
people have said heretical, he can glory to God in a way that no one else can and reaching people in a way that no one else can. So I'm like, yes and amen. I'm about it. I, I completely agree with you. I mean, my, that's my thing is, and too, we don't know that C is not a believer. I mean, like, right. did, did she, you know, it, just because she sings secular music doesn't mean that she didn't grow up in the church and have a relationship with the Lord. I mean, we don't know. But yeah, I completely agree with you. I mean, the Lord can use anybody he wants to, to, you know, spread yeah. truth and, and bring glory to himself. And I, I mean, I agree with you, like Kanye is gathering people that probably wouldn't have gone to a traditional church service on Sunday morning. And, and it sounds like, seems like that the presence of God is there and he's being uplifted. And yeah. I, when I, when I hear these songs, like early on in the Sunday services, like the songs I was hearing were gospel choir style, but it was like, he's got the whole world in his hands. You know, it's just kind of like, yeah, I you know church church adjacent kind of you yeah. know what I mean. But it seems like the lyrics are getting more and more worship, and like the songs are getting like it seems like it's getting more and more Jesus yeah. focused. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, every every I week, agree. it's interesting. Yeah. E- even when we post this on the site, we posted another clip that Kim Kardashian West had shared, where one of the choir members like stood up and started preaching, and it was a very Jesus centric message. I mean, it repeatedly used the word Jesus, and you know, affirmed you know the that Jesus is the the Son of God. Like it was very gospel centric. There was nothing kind of weird or off about it. If I ever do. Go to the Sunday service, though. I am sneaking a shofar in. You better believe it. And no one's ready for it. No one's ready for it. You know, Kanye, DMX, Sia, the whole gang's up there. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like this There's slow, a dramatic rogue, build. A rogue and then from shofar. The, yeah. from, the back, from, the, from the back corner of the field. And while I'm getting tackled by Kanye and Kim's security, I will be blowing it all the way to the ground. You know, know? I think that's what they need is I'm kind of I'm going to be legit honest right now. I'm kind of shocked there hasn't been more shofar. There hasn't. As far as I know, these have been shofar free. Whenever I've seen like an outdoor gathering of people singing and worshiping, someone snuck a shofar in. No one asked them to, but they snuck it in. We're just a couple weeks away from it because there's already tambourines. Then it's going to be praise banners, and right. then it's going to be the you show. Gotta part. have the banners. Yeah. When I was at, I, I said this on the podcast a couple of years ago. I, I was at the, G, I was speaking at the Jesus Culture <laughs> Conference, and I was looking at the thing, and and then the upper balcony in the back corner was the the designated little area for the for the praise banners because like because banning didn't want it like in the front so they're like you can do that stuff you have to do in the back where nobody can see you and then sure enough there were rogue shofars kind of scattered throughout the, yeah, yeah. Rogue shofars. smuggled throughout the in thing. smuggled, smuggled in. in like they put it in their pant leg or something you know what i mean it's yeah, like no one they're not a, it's not a small instrument so you can't no. just smuggle you can't just walk <laughs> through the front door wait a minute do you guys not know about pocket shofars no. no. <laughs> like a shofar oh, whistle. Goodness. Y'all, let or me is, tell you. Is it like you, telescope? You can get like a, how does it work? From Israel that are engraved. I'm going to send you guys the link. Yes. We were in a we were in a creative meeting and um our worship pastor was like, "You guys, hold on." And it's from Israel. It's like you can ha- there's like sheep heads and like and, 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 and like landscapes like engraved into this shofar and it comes in various sizes. We have wow. a, a listener a few years ago sent us a shofar. It's I'd say it's a medium small. I mean, yeah. it's 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 a. This In my mind, big. it's like 
Yeah, it's it's right? it's, it's not pocket size. It's pretty it's like, it's like a, a, it's like a like, coach bag. You could put it in a coach. It's, bag it's a travel shofar. Yeah. Like if you know, it's yeah. not your yeah. main one, but if yeah. you're traveling, no. obviously it's you're gonna bring your shofar. That's right. You it's bring a carry the mini toothpaste and you bring the medium. You know, you can you can it's carry on shofar. That's exactly yeah. you could, what it is. You could smuggle that's it in right. in a trench coat, but then you're but then you're wearing a trench coat, and that's weird. Like nobody wears a trench coat. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, I I I do like the idea of praise flags though, because that you know the security guard's like, why do you have a uh, a big flag with a shiny dove on it. Oh, oh obviously it's the the other guy's got the flame one. So we're just gonna kind of do you like have a little to have routine. The flame one, yeah. You gotta yeah. have a flame. You gotta have a flame. You gotta have a dove, and then you just have one that has a you know some name of God on it, and you just you just wave them around. That's right, Yeshua or something or Emmanuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like yeah. cut out letters that are like sewed on. That's sewed right. on, yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The nineties Maranatha era of the church was a. Uh, very interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah. It All was right. the most anointed era, Cameron. Don't get it <laughs> twisted. But that's what, but, you know, Kanye is like disrupting church, right? Like he's just doing it by his own rules. He's disrupting it for a good way. That's why I think, yeah, we need to re-inject some of what was great in the 90s. Like at the other, I, I've said this before. If the, I don't know why this ever left the church where the guys and girls sing at different times. Blessing and honor. <laughs> I want that. I want that at Kanye's. Because I've said this before, but my favorite thing is... You're doing the wrong cannoli? Is that the wrong cannoli? Hey, well, no, no. They, 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 this is the one they used to do. This is the one they used to do. Ancient and for days. some reason, and I, I, I've said this numerous times before, for some reason, everybody in the congregation, every guy in the congregation is like looking down the aisle at each other, trying to sing like five octaves lower. They're like, <laughs> uh, you know... Uh, what what was the what was the big one that was um, in the round? Uh, all honor. That's right. <laughs> all power. More of you and more. Now the ladies. All honor. Here's the reason why I don't want to go back to those days, Jesse, is the fact that like, what about girls who don't talk or sing high? So yeah. I, I actually I like singing the. Male part because I can't sing that high, and then I sound like Ratchet in the back. Like, imagine what it would be hypothetically. I don't know this person personally, but yeah. imagine what it would be to be like a guy whose voice didn't change till pretty late in life, and I'm sitting there singing all honor, all power, getting getting made fun of. You next time, just blowing a shofar and blowing, you ruining the whole song. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> Hey, we're too we're too woke now. Gender roles you can't we're have men versus yeah, women. I don't think you could split it up. You yeah, just, no, no. It's, it's alto hey, sopranos. Sing we're where you want to sing. Is just it? You know, just where the where you feel led to sing. Jump in on that one. That's yeah. where it was fine. hard enough when it was in youth group because the guys didn't even want to be singing. Like it's not cool to be singing when you're a thirteen year old. And the girls always sound like they were they were trying out for the praise band. So yeah. it's like, more love, more, more love, yeah. more power. <laughs> <laughs> More of Can we just wrap this up? Can we wrap this up and get to the pizza part? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll do it for. It's the hottest, the hottest. It's sizzling. Oh, yeah, I, I weaponize shofar blowing too many times to when this, be allowed. Back. When it happens, when it happens, Jesse, when you get dragged out of Sunday service, we're going to report it on the site, but we will have to disavow all knowledge we'll to be like area man dragged out of Sunday service. Some weirdo snuck in. And we're a rogue shofar blower. All right, stay tuned. Up next, Erin McManus joins us.
You're listening to Tones and I. Not me. The band is Tones and I. Uh, the song is Johnny Runaway. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Omar Apollo with So Good. In his latest book, The Way of the Warrior, pastor, author, and speaker Urban McManus says that we won't be able to tackle the issues in the world around us until we've dealt with our own issues within us. In a conversation with our very own Tyler Huckabee, uh, Irwin talked about the importance of embracing failure, how taking a different mindset can transform your whole reality, and how finding peace in your own life can help uh, you bring peace to the world around you. Tell us about it, Tyler. Yeah, so this was a, a great conversation. I do like talking with with Erwin whenever we get a chance to. And, and this book in particular was is a really interesting one because it sounds like he's kind of moving into his. Uh, and I don't. I think he would say this too. I don't mean it as a slight. As a, as an elder statesman who's trying to pass the torch, preparing to pass the torch to the next generation of Christians. And he had some things he wants them to know, particularly about taking care of their own mental health. Uh, and prioritizing that in addition to the things in the world around you, all of those issues. So, uh, for example, one big one that he see that he was very, very interested in was the idea of owning defeat and understanding that sometimes you're going to make mistakes and not to to uh, try to get around those. Uh, he actually had an, an interesting story about what that might look like. Uh, and here's what it was. I remember years ago sitting in a room of young executives and a huge event fell apart. And I said, I need to know. And I was brand new. As I need to know who was responsible for the outcome of this event. Every single person in the room said, not me, not me, not me, not me, not me. And at the end of it, I looked and I said, okay, I need you guys to go find the person responsible for this failure. Because that's the person I want to hire. Because really, you don't belong in this room. Because if you're not the person responsible for the failure, you're not the person who can actually bring change or improvement. And there's this intimate relationship between what you take ownership of and um, how powerful you are to bring change in your life. Mm-hmm. I thought that was an interesting story, especially because if, if Erwin McManus asked me uh, who, who messed this up and I, the answer was me, I don't know that I would be like rushing to, to explain that that was actually me. Although now that I know that, uh, that there might be a job in it, I, I potentially would. But I think that is something, it's an anecdote that you hear a lot or sort of a truism that you need to learn to accept failure and failure yeah. is part of life. But uh, it's one thing to believe it, another thing to really live it out. And it sounds like he did that in an interesting way here. Yeah. And I feel like it is like a message that you don't hear like, like a whole lot, like, you know, success and everyone wants, you know, I think it's good to like champion, you you know, wins, but recognizing, look, hey, this failed. This is who is responsible, but this is how we can correct it. And the next time, I think it's good. I think that's a, a, a very good thing to address. Mm. And I think that was a huge part of not only just our conversation, but his book as a whole is the importance of just shifting your perspective on things like defeat and like failure, uh, learning that having a different mindset about these things, a different take on them can end up changing your the rest of your life, your whole reality. Uh, he explained a little bit about that in this next clip. I was in a psychiatric office by the time I was 12 years old, you, you know, and I remember that's the first time I looked at the ink blots and they, you know, they show you this picture and they tell you, what do you see? And the one that's probably most famous or infamous is the bat and the butterfly. You know, do you see the bat? Do you see the butterfly? And, and, and what you see allows the person um, working with you to see inside of you. Because it's not about what's actually on that board. It's your perception of reality. And your mindset creates your perception of reality. And if you don't allow, uh, if you don't take ownership of your mindset, if you don't begin to look for beauty and wonder, if you don't establish a posture of gratitude, you will never find the strength 
to create a different kind of life. I think that's really helpful. And I think it's something that I, it's easy for me to lose perspective on, particularly easily is to, is to, to not have that attitude, strike those postures of things like gratitude in particular, um, because it is really easy to accept the most cynical position when, when things happen and trying to take control of that uh, through things like your emotional and your mental health is something that was very important to Irwin. Obviously, he's talked a lot about that with regards to some of the issues that he's dealt with uh, as a, with a lot of the hardships that he's faced. But I think it's, it's, it's tough for all of yeah. us. And this book has a lot of tips on how to, to take that to the next level, to, to change, to take control of your mindset. What, what's interesting about that in Cameron, it reminds me of the conversation, the unedited conversation you had with Joel Houston, which I feel like people should need to go listen to that if they haven't already. But like, like one of the keys to like recapturing the wonder is to start to look for it again, because when you really are intentional and start looking for it again, that's a lot of the times like that shift in your mindset allows you to be more receptive to it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for the plug. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good plug. You're welcome. That was an organic <laughs> plug right there. Yeah, it was, it was true. I mean, literally when he was talking about it, it like came to my mind, like, Oh, that's kind of, I was, like, I was literally sitting there listening to Erwin talk. And I'm going, I didn't know there was a bat on that. Like, I, I didn't know that that's what the kind of the two main things that you see are. Oh, really? I thought yeah. it was like, do you see a blotch or do you see a butterfly? I didn't know that the, the people see bats. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Not crazy. But, I'm sorry. If you see a bat, I'm sorry. I'm not saying it's crazy. That was eye opening hey, to me. I didn't you know You just that. have a negative outlook on life and are unhirable by Erwin McManus. So <laughs> <laughs> That's how they do their applications for their internship program at Mosaic. Just, what is this? Yeah. Own a failure and see a butterfly in your end. Make sure you see a butterfly. It's simple as that. Um, but that's something, it is actually kind of reminiscent of that, of that <laughs> issue of, uh, of unedited. We're talking about that last episode of unedited because I think that what what we really came down to, and we talked about this a lot, Erwin and I did, is this idea that um that it's so easy, I think, especially for for younger generations, millennials, Gen Z, to get so caught up with the many issues in the world around us, the many important issues that we can neglect to take care of the issues that we have ourselves. And uh, Irwin's point, something that he was very very adamant on, was that you need to prioritize what's going on inside of you. Uh, he explains a little bit about why in this clip. If you don't deal with the stuff inside of you, it will eat you away and it'll end up consuming your life. And I think a lot of times what happens is that um, our drive for social issues to be activists is almost like a drug of choice. We're, we're trying to ignore what's going on inside of us. And so we're trying to solve a human problem. And that's why we have so many people who are 26 years old and they've already burnt out. They're 29 years old. And they're already at the end of themselves. And so what you're talking about is not a conflict of interest. What you're actually talking about is you can't give the world long-term what you do not have. Mm. You, need, you cannot bring life to the world if you're not alive. You cannot bring wholeness to the world if you're not whole. You're going to end up using that cause to try to numb your own pain. And I'd rather have you go try to change the world from a place of health and wholeness. Mm. That's a, yeah, that's a, I, that thought of you can't give out what you don't have. Like that, that is really powerful. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a hot take because I think it's, it'd be easy to construe that as, as being sort of selfish, as being sort of narcissistic. But I think that his, his point is, 
is that if you really want to help, if you really care about these issues that you see in the world, make sure that you're take, that you're trying to address them from a place of health and, and wholeness and inner peace. Uh, and you'll be much more effective than if you're trying to use them to fill that need you have, that uh, a neediness and a drive to just make a difference for making a difference's sake. So there's a lot more of that uh, conversation uh, in the most recent issue of the magazine, which is also on the website. You can find arillamagazine.com. And his book is called The Way of the Warrior. It's excellent. What are you doing? You're doing my job. That I do the wrap up. What are you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I just had it written down here. My goodness. I such can, such a pro solid. right there. I, hey, I just I in, case you, in case you didn't hear Tyler, what he just said. <laughs> Make sure to check out our article with Erwin McManus and the current issue of Relevant. Can, can I add one quick thing to that? I know we yeah. are. Um, yeah. You can see that at relevantmagazine.com and pick it up at newsstands everywhere. That's all. That was just why I want to throw Thank, that thanks, in. Thanks, Jesse. I appreciate that. I did forget to say that, Jesse. <laughs> Next up, it's our game. Screen saved. And guess what? Bianca's back. Stay tuned. I prayed all of my love to you. I prayed all of my love to you. Can you feel it? Maybe sometimes you wonder if the Bible still matters. Maybe sometimes you wonder if a personal relationship with God is really possible. You're not alone. That's why Ravi Zacharias put together The Logic of God. This devotional offers 52 profound readings explaining how and why Christianity, the Bible, and God are still relevant, essential, and life-altering. Not only does Zacharias lay these out in a weekly format, but he makes profound biblical truths easy to understand. Whether you're struggling with questions and doubts, confused, curious, or just want a clearer way to express your faith, the logic of God has answers that satisfy the heart and the mind. For a limited time, Relevant Podcast listeners can save 40% off the logic of God using code RELEVANT at bit.ly slash logpod1. You're listening to Eider. The song is Woo Baby. Okay, it's time for Screen Saved. Jesse, give us another brief recap of what Screen Saved is about, and then we will introduce our contestant. Yeah, listen, it's, it's that time of year. It's blockbuster season. Everyone's going to the movies during the summer, you know, uh, filling their minds with, with, you know, just questionable entertainment choices. This game right. is based on wholesome entertainment choices. It's a trivia game about Christian TV shows and films. Uh, Ooh, it's I mean, saved. Yeah. I like it. All right. So, joining us to play against the combo team of Tyler and Bianca is uh, listener Ty Hill. Welcome, Ty. Hey, thanks for having me. Ty, where are you uh, calling us from today? I'm calling from Fishers, Indiana. Fishers, Indiana. What do you do in Fishers, Indiana? I'm a student pastor at a church here in town. Interesting. Oh, he's yeah, I've for actually this. He's so I've for been this. on the podcast before. Um, I was one of the listeners of the week. So oh, you're wow. double dipping. That's right. I think that's a first. Yeah. That's <laughs> first double <laughs> dip. Well, Kiki, Kiki Pounds has been on. Oh, that's true, that's true. That's true. So Ty, Ty, you're trying to catch up to Kiki Pounds on the double dip. Good for that's you. That's right. I said in my DM that I was trying to get my relevant magazine Infinity Gauntlet and get in all of it because I've actually been on the Love and Money podcast as well. So, oh wow, Ty, oh, my word. super fan. <laughs> How many? That, well, next thing you know, I have to have you on unedited for a long form conversation <laughs> where you where you bear your soul. And then when for Andy an, gets an me, I'll be in great shape. Yeah. A, a, an hour long deep dive into the question. 
who is Ty Hill? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to the question, basically, who hurt you? Yeah, that's essentially where we end up. Yeah. Cover of the mag before you yeah. know it. Yeah, cover the yeah. mag. All right. So, Ty, you are going to be playing against. Uh, they're just teaming up. This is going to be a massacre, man. Uh, okay. Ty- Tyler and Bianca are teaming up against you. Jesse, okay. tell tell us the rules. You're gonna say you're gonna say what? I will I will read a question and you okay. will get multiple choice answers. Uh, okay. Each team has four. Uh, there's no tiebreaker, so Cameron, uh, that means the last round might count for more depending on who's yeah, down. That's right. That's right. Okay. All oh. right. So first, uh, we'll let we'll let ladies go first. So Bianca and Tyler, are you fair with that? <laughs> are you good with that tie? We're, oh, we're I'm with great that. with that. Okay. All right. So all right. First question. Go All ahead, right. Jesse. Okay, uh, Bianca and Tyler, which of which one of these is not the name of an actual end times film? Okay, um, uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Which one of these is the name of an actual end times oh film? Only one of these is an end times film. Here we go. Apocalypse Four, Judgment, Mark of the Fallen One, Six, Cry, Cry Again, Tribulation <laughs> Two, The Other Side of Darkness, Revelation Force Three. Agent Zero or End of Days Four Prognosis Negative. Only one of those is an actual <laughs> apocalypse film. Uh, uh, Bianca, you have do you have a hunch? Oh man, can you say those really quick one more time? Apocalypse Four Judgment. Mark of the Fallen One Six Cry Cry Again. Tribulation Two The Other Side of Darkness. Revelation Force Three Agent Zero and End of Days Four Prognosis Negative. I want to say tribulation to the other side. Tyler, what do you think? That was my, I don't know the answer. I do not know, but that was my hunch too. That was also I mean, my. I, you gut. are talking to the girl that did read every book in the Left Behind series. Oh, so my it, final it my answer college. is going to be um, the, the second option that you gave us. What is it? Tribulation to behind tribulation the other side to, or something like that? Uh, tribulation hmm. to the other side of darkness. Okay. The other side of darkness. That's my final answer. I'm sorry. The correct answer is Apocalypse Four Judgment. Cameron, do you know where all what all those other names have in common? <laughs> no, I don't know. They're all fictional movies from Seinfeld. Prognosis oh, Negative, no. Agent Zero, The Other Side of Darkness, where Kramer went to the Cobra. How yeah, can you forget? Course. Cry, cry again. I you threw me with the six and all that stuff. You know, yeah, what I mean? well, like, it's a tricky wow, game. That's a tricky. There were so many numbers I got it's lost. I'm sorry. You're on, okay. on the exact same page, Bianca. I was it right was, there with you. It You're was, both right. was a very Larry right. game. Yeah. Ty Hill is up. All right. Okay. All right, Ty. <laughs> ja Rule once starred <laughs> in a Christian dating rom-com. Believe it or not. Ja I Rule. know this one, Jess. Come on. <laughs> all right, Ty. What was it called? Here are your choices. Psalm 99 Problems. See you at the crossroad. Cross is capitalized. You should know. <laughs> That's funny. I'm in love with the church girl or put your hands where my heart can see them. Ja Rule <laughs> in one of these nine. It was it. Which one? Psalm 99 problems. See you at the crossroad. I'm in love with the church girl or put your hands where my heart can see them. I have a guess. Oh, man. <sighs> I have to go. I feel pretty confident about this one. I think it's the second one. See you at the crossroad with cross capitalized. <laughs> Wait, no, the, the one I'm dating a, uh, a church girl. Sorry. Uh, I'm in love with a church girl. Yeah. I'm in yeah. love with a church girl. Yeah. Yeah. You are correct. Ty. Oh, you no. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I knew that, that one, guys. That's Rowley. not fair. Jess, throw me one of those. Ty, uh, <laughs> Ty just texted in front edited. What, what'd your dad do uh, when you're growing up? What did he do for a living? 
he uh, he worked at a steel mill. Well, he still oh, works wow. at steel mills. So. Interesting. Oh, steel yeah. mills. Salt of the earth yeah. type of guy. I like that. Okay. I was just practicing for unedited since yeah. you're going to. There you go. Yeah, yeah exactly. So we're going to ask right. you be yeah, prepared to delve into information about your Enneagram number soon. Right. Okay. Deep, deep, be- dark hurt and, and that I'm an Enneagram 5. I'll okay. be ready to oh, talk about it. Five. Right, please oh, do. That's why he's got, he's got a lot of infor- information. Hey, uh, Ty, Ty Hill, are you single? Uh, no, I'm married. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. I was going to oh, tell okay. you about a great conference tomorrow morning that Bianca's hosting. <laughs> See, oh, yeah, if, leave leave show. if you leave in, Indiana and I interview now, him in front of 449 single women. So, yeah. <laughs> well, there you students. go. That sounds like a dream. <laughs> All okay. right. Uh, okay. Second, second question. Okay, um, this is for Bianca and Tyler, and some of these are kind of long, so I'll probably only do one read on these, so so play close attention here. Which one of these is an actual, well, you know, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm not going to give this one to Huckabee, because uh, I think that would be too easy. How about this? Which one of the followings? What? what? Uh, Hey. He gave him a Ja Rule movie. He didn't even know the co-star. I can tell uh, no, you who the no, co-star it's all right. was, it's all right, and they're on screen kiss. You gotta keep it fair. Okay, which one of the following has not guest starred on an episode of the Pure Flick sitcom Hitting the Brakes about, quote, a race car driver uh, who, when pushed into retirement, moves into uh, moves his family into a small town full of the most lovable characters you will ever meet? Okay, which one of these uh, A-listers uh, did not guest star in an episode of Hitting the Brakes. guest star. Has not. Only one of these has not. Uh, prop comedian Carrot Top. Uh, uh, it, former NFL quarterback Tim Tebow. <laughs> Reginald Vell Johnson, a.k.a. Carl Winslow. <laughs> or character actor Bob Balaban. Only one of them <laughs> has not appeared <laughs> on Hitting the Brakes. I have a guess. I have a hunch. I don't know the answer. But Tyler, I'm going, what do you, wait, before we decide on the final answer, which one yeah. is, what are you thinking? My hunch is Carrot Top. Yeah. I'm going to go with you and say Carrot Top. I can't imagine Carrot Top. In a I don't, I, that's, that would be very strange. Me there. I'm sorry, I'm, Carrot Top has in fact been on two episodes God. of Hitting the Brakes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Character after Bob Balaban has gone nowhere near that show. Oh, gosh. Bob Balaban's won an Academy Award. He's not doing pure flicks, guys. <laughs> I was going to say Bob Balaban. Dang it. Okay. This is very embarrassing, Ty. I feel like you're not getting yeah. our best. It's two, on, it's two against one here. Ty, you could take a command. You, He's mopping the floor. You could, could take a commanding lead here. Okay, this is a little. Uh, okay, all right, Ty. I, you, you're a longtime listener, so you may know the answer to this. But I had to. I had to bring up an old classic. It just fit too well. Right. Which one of these is an actual soap opera, not a fake one, that appeared on our listicle? Eight Christian soap operas. Pure flicks should make next. That angered pure oh, flicks. No. Okay, so one of these. One of these is real. Okay, Another Life, a religious family navigates the world of Christian rock, organized crime, neighborhood gossip, and addiction, relying on faith. And, of course, lots of televised uh, prayer. That's Another Life. The Waiting Game, purity pledges are put to the test when a singles ministry outing crash lands on an abandoned tropical island. 20 (laughs) eligible singles, one exotic beach, no ordained wedding officiant in sight. (laughs) That's called The Waiting Game. Okay, a time to love. Kevin Sorbo plays a widowed megachurch pastor caught in a social media firestorm after announcing a courtship to a recently converted pop star, Daphne Delafonte. Is their love real or a simply a play to get back to the top of the charts? Days of Our Life Way. 
A Lifeway manager finds his new beautiful single employee secretly, <laughs> of our Lifeway. secretly reading banned Rob Bell books. What will he do when forced to decide between his convictions and his heart? A tale of forbidden romance and forbidden theology. Finally, <laughs> the bold in the Bible school. Torrid tales of dress code violations, curfew breaking, and hand holding in the Bible Belt's most conservative Baptist seminary. Another life the waiting game a time to time to love days of our life way or bold in the bible school tie which one is real well i i'm that was one of my favorite like short articles you guys put out this year so that's where this gets fuzzy because you spend so much time on the podcast making fun of real ones and made that <laughs> article so they're all jumbled around in my head uh <laughs> I would say that the singles Island one is I'm pretty sure that one's definitely a fake one from your article. (laughs) And then days of our life way. I'm pretty sure is a fake one from your article. So I actually want to say, what was the first one again? Another life. I want to say another life. Final answer. Another life is corrected. It was a, it was oh a, oh a Christian sitcom that Goodness. ran in the eighties. They had eight hundred seventy five episodes. I went out deep down on the Wikipedia page for some reason. Wow, that's so many. Ty, uh, just getting to know you a little more. Uh, what what would you do if you had enough money to not need a job? Oh man, that's a great question. I would. I am a raging introvert, so I probably take my dog and my wife and buy a cabin in the mountains and live there forever. See, this is, this is unedited. They'll follow up on that. So, Mm. wow, you're an introvert, but you're in ministry. How does that work? Is it exhausting for you? It's incredibly exhausting. After every time I teach or after a Wednesday night, I go home and my wife knows to kind of let me have my quiet time because I'll be a real grumpy jerk. Otherwise, has that Mm. created any friction in your relationship? Oh, of course not. We have a perfect marriage. Interesting. <laughs> All right. All right. Next question, Jesse. All right. All right. All right. Bianca, Ty, if you want, or if you're getting tired right now, maybe you could just kind of, you know, give up. The score we'll is Ty Hill. We'll Ty Hill 2. Ty Hill 2. The relevant podcast is zero. All right, Bianca, on, how guys. familiar are you with the God's Not Dead franchise? Uh, a little. Uh Actually, very little. Maybe not at all. Maybe I've never seen it. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry. I've, I've seen a couple. Okay. I've seen okay. Couple. All right. You, you guys know the drill here, which there's only one of these uh, is the actual name of a God's Not Dead movie. Okay. So here are your choices. Only one of these is real. God's, net, God's Not Dead 2. Checkmate, atheist. God's Not Dead 3. A light in the darkness. God's not dead three. This time it's personal or God's not dead to revenge of the fallen. Revenge What's the last the one? Fa- revenge of the fallen. Revenge of the fallen. Huh. Only like one zombies? I like do zombies? know the answer. Oh, wow. You do. I do know the answer to this one. Yeah. Is it three uh, Tyler? The third it's, one. It's, God's, God's not, not dead. dead three. This time it's personal. It's the, which one is the real one, right? Yeah, We're asking which yeah. one is real. It's a light in the darkness. You are correct. You guys are on the board. Wow. On the board. On the board. On the board. Thank God. All right. Yeah, so it now it's enough. two to one, but Ty can take a insurmountable lead uh, seemingly with the next yeah. question. Yeah. No, he'll win with this next no, question. No, 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 not necessarily. Because the last one might mean more. So. You don't know. You don't know what you're on four is going to win. Okay. It ain't over. Stay on the standard game, Bianca. Put your okay. There you go. There you go. Come on, Tyler. Uh, okay. Okay. Win it Ty. Uh, which is the actual name of a coming Christian movie that happens to star Jerry from the sh- from the show Parks and Rec 
as a pastor in this film. Is it Heavens to Betsy? Heavens to Betsy about a Christian author named Betsy balancing fame, faith, and family. Is it the mustard seed? (laughs) So stupid. (laughs) And an atheist heir to a fortune being left by the founder of a popular mustard company must reconnect with his religious religious family to claim his inheritance. Is it crossover? crosses capitalized about a worship <laughs> leader who must decide between staying at her church or pursuing a main sh- or mainstream stardom after winning a reality show singing competition oh, or uh, what would grandma do a wacky fish out of water water comedy about a sassy grandmother who goes back to bible school to strengthen her faith and learn how to connect with her gen c grandson which one is jerry gergich actually in uh, oh my gosh <laughs> now, I don't think it's the cross one because that's the second capitalized cross pun. Yeah, but it might be the real one. It might be the real one. Because that sounds true. like a plausible Pure Flix movie. And it's not about Jerry. It's about the worship leader's tension. And Jerry's just kind of like the wise pastor cameos. You know mm, what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Mm. And the whole plausibility of she's struggling with like pursuing like the American Idol direction as a worship leader. I, yeah. I don't know, Ty. Oh, man. I think I'm going to go with mustard seed because I can totally picture my dad giving me a call and recommending a movie like that to me. <laughs> so mustard, we'll go mustard, with that one. Mustard seed is from the sick mind of me. The correct answer is heavens to Betsy. About oh, wow. a Christian author oh my Betsy. goodness. I, I, oh man. Yeah. It's going to be a showstopper. Yeah. All right. I hope everybody's still with us. If it's anyone's interested in making that mustard movie, I will, it's I a good, will it's gladly. A, it's a good one. You can pick my brain. Okay. This is the final round, guys. So, Cameron, how's it, how, how's the score going to work here? Uh, well, right now, uh, the, uh, Tyler and Bianca have one, and Ty Hill has two. This final round is worth three points. Oh, what? Oh. All right. Do, 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 that's that's do, you. Do, oh. do, 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 do. Sorry, okay. Ty. The turntables. <laughs> okay. Relevant is corrupt. <laughs> hey, you can still win it even if they get it you still have an opportunity to win it all right all right, all right. let's do it jess come on bianca and tyler stephen baldwin often referred to as our daniel day lewis has starred in numerous christian films these are all actual films well which one so these are not i made none of these up but stephen baldwin uh only does uh not star he's in he's in all of these except for one uh, the least of these, the Grand Stain stories, uh, Unmiracle, which co-stars Kevin Sorbo, a walk with grace about a widowed hotshot L.A. executive who must return to his hometown where he faces the daunting task of fam- signing away his family factory or Christian Mingle, the movie. These are all actual films. Stephen Baldwin is in three of them. Which one was he not in? Wow. Three of them? Uh, I don't think. I, Bianca, I don't, again, I don't know. I don't Bianca, think Bianca, he have was you in, seen Christian Mingle the movie? I, I have not. Bianca, have you? I have not, but I want to see, but I want to say that that was the one that I was leaning to him not being part of. I'm just saying, like, hey, you maybe could screen it at your singles event tomorrow morning. Oh, that's true. Like right at 12. After you hear the next question, you probably I was, then you're going to be my special guest of honor. So we (laughs) scrapped that plan. (laughs) I'm Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say Christian Mingle. You are correct. He is in all of those except for Christian Mingle. Pressure's on. 
Four to two. Ty Hill, you can win it or lose it in this one question. I come from behind. This could be its own Christian movie. That's the story of my life. That's the story of my life. Come on. Come from behind. Used to be on bottom. Now I'm top. Come on. Move over, Drake. (laughs) Bianca's confident. All right, Ty. This is for the game. No pressure. But speaking of Christian Mingle, the movie, which of these is not an actual review from Rotten Tomatoes? (laughs) 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 Christian Mingle is is a spastic blurring of the line between infomercial and parody. (laughs) Scathing. Wow. (laughs) Boring, predictable, and slow. It will make you want to kiss dating goodbye all over again. (laughs) Or or preachy faith-based rom-com is this preachy race. This preachy faith-based rom-com is for believers only. Which one of those is not from Rotten Tomatoes? Man, I would have to say uh, this is hard because I want number one to be real, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't think it is. Uh, there's so much riding on this. <laughs> um, Three. The last one. Two. Seems- one. Right, here we go. Yeah. Uh, on. One, one, one. I'm sorry. The correct answer is boring, predictable, and slow. It will make yeah! you want to kiss standing goodbye all over. Congratulations <laughs> to Bianca and Tyler Huckabee. Ty, you have shamed your whole family in the state of Indiana. Yes. Yes. Oh they come from behind champs. Ty Hill, we appreciate you coming on. I know it took a lot out of you. You, need, you can go nap for a little while. Since yes, you're not I'm social enough for the week now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for playing. Thanks, Ty. Thanks, Ty. You got it. Thanks for All having right. me, guys. All right. That was... Oh, congratulations, you two. I am so Feels proud good. right well now. Very Feels well good done. on top. Screen yeah. save. Yep. Very impressive. I don't think this could be a tone. I think this could be a tone. Last name like. ever. Like a spray and ain't gonna win. Nothing to play with. Tyler, <laughs> I'm just gonna high five you from here. I'll take it. From I'll the best it. coast all the way to you, brother. <laughs> I accept it. I think, I think this is gonna be a tone pure flicks movie. I think the story of our unlikely rise <laughs> in the podcast game. I think it's inspirational. I, th- I think it's pretty clean. It's like PG. Yep. You know, the young ears can handle and it. You know what? The title is Hucka B because it's Tyler Hucka and then everyone calls me B. So yeah. Hucka B. Done oh, and done. Done. There you it. go. I love it. All right. Well, many thanks to Squarespace for making this episode possible. Remember, go to squarespace.com slash relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Many thanks to Erwin McManus for joining us. His book, The Way of the Warrior, is out now. Go check it out. Okay, on that note, I guess we'll wrap things up. This was a lot of fun, Bianca. You always you always take it up a notch. We we love having you yeah. on. Thank you guys for having me. It's always so much fun. It's yeah, awesome. Super fun. Okay. Uh hey, and if you're in Southern California tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Fine. Come and meet Ty- come and meet, come and meet Cameron. He will be there. <laughs> Special guest. Come and meet 449 women and one guy. <laughs> All right. On that note, we'll wrap it. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Chandler Strang. I'm Jesse Carey. Tyler Huckabee. I'm Bianca Waters Oldo. We'll see you on Tuesday. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Relevant Podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to leave us a review on iTunes. 
Check out other shows from the Relevant Podcast Network in the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com. And while you're there, browse exclusive podcast merchandise at our online store. Make sure to subscribe to Relevant Magazine. Info is available at relevantmagazine.com forward slash subscribe. More of you and my... Now the ladies! All, all honor! Relevant Podcast Network.